Good evening and welcome to another day and episode of Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I am your host, Marsha Nae Sullivan, and I'm so happy that you can join me this evening to hear another uh, wonderful uh, sermon or podcast of what we have to share with you regarding what the Lord has put in our hearts. Now, if you were listening to the uh, yesterday's episode, November the 23rd, we talked about praising the Lord. And today, what the Lord wants to share with you is let's continue to praise Him. Usually on Wednesdays, I've started doing Wednesday wellness, but you know, I wasn't led to release another Wednesday wellness. But today, we're just going to continue to extend uh, what we talked about yesterday, and that is truly praising the Lord. And what happens when we praise the Lord, we can actually see the results that we're looking for as we're singing songs and we're singing new songs to the Lord and we're worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. We can see God's hand begin to move and manifest in ways in which we never thought to see, dream, or even imagine, even when injustice has taken place. And I, I like to uh, present uh, a story to you today. Uh, these, This is a real case uh, that happened in real life. So this is a real life story. And I just want to touch briefly about the Ahmad story and the trial and kind of take it back to the scripture. Now, we if, if you followed the case, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details, but you know that there was a, a verdict today uh, for the three men who were charged in, in the killing of Ahmad uh, Arbery, okay? And they were all three found guilty, guilty, and guilty. Okay, uh, and so when I I think about uh, praising the praising the Lord, the person that I want to mention, who is a person who kind of stood in the background because you didn't really see this person up close until the verdict was given. And, and the person that I want to take the time to recognize today is uh, the parents of Ahmad, but particularly his mother, because I think she did such a wonderful job with composing herself, uh, with acting, you know, and exemplifying nothing but the fruits of God's spirit, his love, his patience, his peace, with 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 all of the, the the things that were happening when she found out her son died and how she had to fight behind the scenes in prayer and yet she continued to worship God and to me this is a a, a great the greatest example I'm not gonna say great but the greatest example for a believer and how we are to always give praises to the Lord even when we're being tested in our faith. And uh, the scripture that I want to present to you tonight is the, the scripture that is found in the book of Psalms 35. So if you go to Psalms 35, at the very last verse of Psalms 28, Miss Wanda Cooper-Jones expresses these words in such a profound way that is humbling for anybody who don't know the Lord 
or even for those who do know the Lord, but not operating in the fruits of God's spirit. This verse says this, it says, And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Now, this this coincides with faith, praise, and worship in the Lord. Well, you may say, how so? Well, in this case, after the verdict was given, Ahmad's mother, she began to say these very words and put them in a simple, the simplest phrase. This is what she said. She said, God is good. And she just continued to say that. And follow behind that phrase, she said, the fault, she said, they fought and the fight was long. It was a long fight to see uh, justice coming forth in a, in, a, in a small statement. It was a long fight to see those uh, three men who had murdered her son. Uh, she said it took 74 days without a rest. 74 days to see and know that these people murdered her son. She did not retaliate. She did not seek revenge. But one of the things that she kept reinstating was this. She said that that God was, was fighting and the prayer warriors were with her. The prayer warriors, the prayers she appreciated. And she she acknowledged those who were marching with her, who was praying. And she also said now that this day her son could rest. Her son could really rest. And this is this is a the epitome of what faith looks like when it's carried out. Because having faith does not always mean and praising the Lord does not always mean that things are going to go right. But can you praise him when things go wrong? Can you still worship him in the, the midst of trials? This lady lost her son, whom she gave birth, whom she raised, and had him taken away from her, and yet she continued to praise the Lord. And, and and to have tongues and not praise the Lord becomes an issue in your walk with the Lord. It shouldn't matter if things are going good or bad. We are to always praise the Lord. And, and basically that's what that scripture reads in Psalms 35 verse 28. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness. Boy, did this mother speak of God's righteousness, his justice, his love, and she continued to praise him. She continued to praise him when the cameras wasn't there. She continued to praise him when she found out that it happened. She continued to praise him when she saw those who murdered her son walk free for 74 days without arrest. That's incredible faith. And yet she can she composed herself. She didn't act out of order. Her family didn't act out of order. They didn't go around burning biz, business and buildings and retaliating. But what she did was she exemplified her faith and her love for the Lord 
by submitting, accepting that these things happen, and she trusted in the Lord. And she she sat there in the courtroom hearing things, evil things, that were said about her dead son, and she still didn't retaliate. She remained humble. She allowed the Lord to do what he knows how to do best, and that is to fight her battles. And I said to myself, Lord, do I always trust you to really fight my battles? And and it, and it, it, it brought me to another scripture that I want to share with you tonight. Um, and, and, and this is a, the, the epitome that we should think about, the epitome of allowing the Lord to fight our battles when we are so weak, when we feel like we don't have the strength, when we feel as if though the enemy has prevailed and it looks like there's not going to be any justice. But God reminds us that he is the one who is fighting for us. And he is the one that would move the mountains, the mountains, the rocks that seem impossible to move. He's the one. And so this scripture that I want to share uh, with you is uh, indeed a, a powerful scripture. Because if you turn to the book of Exodus 14, you remember that the Israelites, they, they were going through some things. Uh, they, they were going through a lot of testing. And they were going through a lot of trials. And this was a time where Pharaoh and his army was coming hard after God's people. And he didn't want to let God's people go. And they didn't know what to do. They kind of, they became terrified. And, and the only thing that they knew to do was to cry out to the Lord. And I can only imagine that this is a scenario from, I think it paints a picture, if you will, from maybe Miss Wanda's heart when she heard that his son was gunned down by three men who had no remorse but said that it was done in self-defense. And if you never heard a mother's cry, I have heard a mother's cry, but, but to experience and witness a mother's cry is something very detrimental to the heart. If you have any emotions or any love in your heart, and I believe in my soul that this is the same cry to the Lord, I believe, that was a soul cry in Ahmad's mother's heart, his family, his father's heart, everybody that he knew, even those that Ahmad didn't know. That was a war cry in the soul for justice, for need, for help, and to turn to the Lord and ask the Lord to help, to help. And, and remember that in the scripture of Exodus 14 and 14, the Lord told them this. He says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Now, when you think of a trial that is taking place, a trial can go on forever. And it can be very long, very intense. It can make you feel very uncomfortable. It's almost like a movie. There are times where in the movie, 
you can get very angry or it looks like victory is coming but you really don't know until the movie has come to the end of the scene and I'm sure there were a lot of mixed emotions during this trial but to God be the glory again this woman her family she composed herself so well she exemplified God in in the most excellent way because to be honest even as a believer we you know we pray and I I can't honestly say how how I would have acted in this particular case but I can see that the Lord had given her the strength to endure and that she continued to glorify God and she she remained silent while God was working and she she was still right she was moving but also practicing the art of stillness and allowing those who were given the case like Ms. Linda and the whole entire team and staff who was working behind the scenes to do what they did today was incredible and I think it was a a tremendous act of faith uh, a tremendous act of obedience a tremendous act of boldness and courageous courageousness uh, to be able to argue a case with such great evidence and present as Ms. Lena stated in her statement the truth the truth and when we cry out to the Lord with broken hearts when we cry out to the Lord in truth and righteousness you better believe that the Lord is going to answer the prayers of the righteous as he always does And because God is just, God is always going to prevail against the evildoers and against those who try to attack his precious children. God will always prevail. And I thank the Lord that that through praising, through a mother praising and worshiping him, even in the hardest fight, she was able to be strengthened with prayer she was able to be strengthened with people who were going to go to battle for her and these are the people the earthly angels i would like to say that that god was surrounding her with people and experiences experience in 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 a legal legal setting who could defend the case who God could use as instruments to fight this battle for her because she could not fight for her dead son. But she knew how to fight in prayer and and, and God composed, again, the right people to work this case for her so that justice can be served. And, And if you know anything about trials and cases, you know that some some cases don't they don't catch a verdict this quick it can go you know years and years before justice uh take place and and before justice prevail but i honestly believe that through the prayers of the righteous god was able to prevail and move on the hearts of his people and um 
his righteous and, and this is a a great example how the lord is able to move when we remain still in him when we're able to rest in him and i thank the lord for allowing his glory to prevail and i just want to close out with saying to those listening and even for those who may feel uh hatred when they hear what this podcast is saying uh notice that this is not to offend anybody but this is using an illustration of faith and using scriptures from the word of God to support what I'm saying so it doesn't matter if you don't like it that's a personal issue but and if you do receive this message it's because Maybe there's something that God wants you to get out of the message when you're understanding, number one, what I talked about in the beginning, what it means to praise the Lord, to to remain steadfast in Him, what it means to continue to fight the good fight of faith, what it also means to the, the scripture that I used for Psalms 35 and 28 to praise the Lord all the day long, allowing your tongue to praise Him. And in closing, allowing in, in the verse Exodus 14 and 14, allowing the Lord Himself to fight your battles. And in the example of the person who I used that I think was prevalent today was Wanda Cooper Jones, the mother of Ahmad. And also in the Bible story, the, the people who were going through time, trials in comparison to her story would be the Israelites. They were experiencing a trial when it looks as if though the Egyptians and Pharaoh and his army was going to overtake them. But the Lord prevailed. And so I want you to know that if you're listening tonight, when you're operating in righteousness, God is going to protect you always, no matter what, because that's what his word says. And our Lord, he cannot lie. He always defends his righteous. And so I thank, I thank the Lord that he is so true to his word. The word of God says that he cannot change. Our God cannot lie. Now I'm talking about the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the Father of Jesus Christ. In His sweet Holy Spirit, our God cannot lie. He is a righteous God. He always does what is right. And I thank the Lord for for doing what was right on this case and and blessing Miss Wanda Cooper as she stood firm in faith and her family stood firm in faith with the right people and the right group of leaders to help her fight this case. And and lastly, I want to thank the Lord too for the jewelry because their hearts had to be pure and honest to come up with such a verdict they had to have a clear conscience 
they had to be operating in the spirit i believe of truth otherwise the verdict could have been slightly different as it appeared today so this is a perfect example of that when god is fighting for us as the word declares in exodus 14 we only need to be still and so i want to close out in prayer saying thanking thanking you lord we're praising you father god for your mercy, for your justice, for your righteousness, God, for your strong and mighty hand, God, that fights for us, that goes to battle for us, oh, Father, God. We thank you for bringing peace to the family of Ahmad, his community, and, 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 and those, God, in whom he knew and grew up with, God. I thank you, God, that tonight that they can rest and God, even though there's a, a next phase to this case, uh, there's a sentencing stage. But God, I even pray that even in the next phase, God, that you will continue to protect, that you will continue to fight, God. And that you will even continue to have mercy upon those who were a part of murdering Ahmad, God. Because truly you are God of not just only order, mercy, and justice, but you are God of mercy and grace too, oh God. And God, I pray, God, that they would learn the lesson in this scenario, God, and, and God, that you would even cover them and have compassion upon them as well. And I, I lift up their families to you, God, because it is a double-sided coin. But God, there are also consequences for our actions, whether they're good or whether they're bad, we suffer. And so, Father, I thank you, God, for ordering the steps of the righteous and for being a present help in the time of trouble. May you continue to bless the Ahmad Arbery family, God, and be with them, surround them, God, help them to grieve, and God, may you continue to use that family as a platform and other families who have lost their loved ones to cases such as this. God, may you be with them all. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. I'm your host, Marcia Nay. And until next time, I hope to hear from you or see you soon and may God bless you as you go in peace. Good night. Good morning and welcome to another day in episode of Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I'm your host Marcia A. Sullivan and I'm so thankful that I can come this day on December the 6th and share God's word with you to number one encourage you to inspire you and also give you hope in the lord and um as we're preparing for the christmas holidays there's a message that the lord has put in my heart to share with you and it's it's a simple phrase but yet so powerful and is uh he whispered this to me and it says that god is hiding you and there are times and seasons in our lives where we need to be hid by the Lord so that we can ultimately see something that we never saw before 
as the Lord has quieted our souls and uh, begin to teach and instruct us by the power of his Holy Spirit. He's doing something behind the scenes when he's hiding us. And it led me to go to the book of Exodus in chapter 33, where Moses, when he was hidden and spending time with the presence and the presence of the Lord, God was able to reveal to Moses his glory. And so we're going to go to Exodus 33, starting from the 12th verse all the way down to verse number 23. And it reads, I'm reading from the New and Living Translation, and it reads, One day Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me, I know you by name, and I look favorably upon you. Did you know that the Lord knows you? by the, your name and that he looks upon you just as he did with Moses with such great favor. In it, verse 13, it says, if it is true that you look favorably upon me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. So when the Lord has us hidden so that he can display his glory, what we find, uh, in the midst of seeking his counsel is that we find favor with the Lord. And this favor comes upon our lives, not so that we can edify ourselves, but this favor comes so that God can be glorified in our lives and in everything we do. And so the verse continues on. Moses says, let me know your ways so that I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. The Lord wants us to enjoy his favor in the relationship that he's built with us. And as that verse continue, it says, and remember that this nation is your very own people. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses says, if you do not personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. I will, how will anyone know that you look favorably upon me? So here Moses goes, kind of questioning the Lord and really needs uh, God's approval to say, how do I know you're, you're going to be with us, Lord? How do I know that you're not going to leave me, even though I know you're hiding me? Your favor has been upon my life and the life of my people. But at this point in our, our walk with you, how do I know that you're not going to leave us? Because Moses asked the Lord in verse 16, how will anyone know that you look favorably upon me? And he says, and on your people, if you don't go with us for your presence among us set, sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. So God's glory, God's favor has set us apart from those in the world. He says, the Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for I look favorably on you and I know you by your name. Don't you just love how the Lord again uh, tells Moses and reinstates 
his promise to Moses by declaring, look, Moses, I'm with you because I know you personally and I know you by your name. And because I know you by your name, everyone else around you will know that I am the Lord in your life. Verse 18 says, Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. And while the Lord is hiding us in the the, the very center of his heart, the very center of his hands, of his bosom, the Lord has to show us something that we would never be able to see. And this is what he does with Moses. Moses wanted to see God's glorious presence reign. In verse 19, it says that the Lord replied, I will make all my kindness pass before you. And I will call out my name, Yahweh, before you, for I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. But you may not look directly at my face, for no one may see me and live. The Lord continued, look, stand near me on this rock, and as my glorious presence passes by, I will hide you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. How beautiful it is to know that the Lord knows how to hide his people in the crevice of the rocks where nobody can find us when you're standing in the presence of the Lord. And it says here, he says, in my hand until he has passed, he said his hand is going to be with Moses in verse 23. Then he says, then I'll remove my hand and let you see me from behind, but my face will not be seen. Now, this was a time where you could not see God's glory as we have the privilege to seek him in, in the presence of our homes and allow the glory to enter in wherever we are through praises and through true worship but here in the old testament for moses to see the the glory of god it had to overshadow him moses could not just see god's glory and live no one could see god's glory and live but this was an incredible experience for moses just to be hidden in the crevice of God's hand near the rock and then be able to allow the glory of God to pass right before his eyes. That must have been a, a memorable moment for Moses, sweeter than anything that he probably could ever had in his life. And so I want you to be reminded today is that as you go throughout your day that the Lord number one, is hiding you, and that the Lord, number two, will always lead you. And when you're really seeking the Lord, his favor is going to reign upon your life as he allows his glory to pass before you. The glory of the Lord was with Moses, and the glory of the Lord caused Moses to witness the hand of God moving so greatly in his life. And so I pray today that as you're seeking the presence of the Lord, that the hand of God will move mightily in your life and that 
everyone around you will begin to see God's glory reign, reign in your life. Father God, we thank you so much for the power of your glory, for the power of your presence, oh God. Lord, we thank you for hiding your people, God, when they need to be hid the most in you, God, when their faces, oh God, need to be bowed down in worship, Father God, when their hearts need to be revived, oh God, when their souls need to be nourished, oh God. Lord, help your people to run to you and seek your face, oh Father. Let us not take your presence, your glory, your holiness for granted, oh God. But Lord, give us the strength, God, to always seek you so that we will, we will appreciate the glory of our Lord going before us, oh God. God, these are all songs that indicate, God, that you are with us, Lord, and that you will never leave, that you will never forsake us, oh God. Lord, we thank you, God, that you're always present to those who cry out to you, Father God. Lord, we thank you, God, that your, your uh, relationship that you give to us has caused us to know you personally. And it has caused you, oh God, to remember us by our name. What a privilege it is, oh God, to know, God, that you know us by our names, God. And God, we love you so much. May you bless every heart, God every spirit, every soul, God, that is listening to this podcast. God, may you do something in their lives that they will be able to see your glory reign. In Jesus' name, I pray. Again, I'm your host, Martian A. Sullivan, and I thank you for listening today to this podcast and to the word of God. May you go in peace until next time. Be blessed and you have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Bye-bye.